from the Geek at Arms podcast, this is Geeks at Play. Geeks at Play is our gaming actual play episodes, where we invite some of our friends around the digital table to roll some dice, have some laughs, and share an adventure. Welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. I am your narrator, Ryan. Welcome once again as we get ready for some family-friendly actual play nonsense. Got a great group with me today. All the regulars, we're going to play ourselves some good old-fashioned, you know it, you love it, second edition Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so buckle I, in, kids. Oh, 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 oh yeah. What, yeah. What's, what's up? What's up, Mike? All right, hey, Ryan. Um, I thought this was our podcast, the Geek at Arms podcast for a Geeks at Play. What, what now? Yeah, um, yeah, this is, oh. we're, we're doing Geeks at Play today. But I made all these second edition characters. What do I do with these? I think that what you should do is save those wonderful characters and give yourself an opportunity to play them like any time else, like any time else. Literally any other time. Like literally okay. any other time. All right, we'll do that instead. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to step on that enthusiasm. So I want you to channel that enthusiasm when we play an episode of Roll for Shoes. Ooh, okay, that's fine too. We're going to have some zany fun where we are going to be helping a beloved Nutricorp megaglomeration food producing plant clean up some of their act because they have a few small health violations that we're going to be cleaning up. So let's let our players introduce their characters and see who we have joining with us today. I can start if you'd like. Start us off, AJ. Hi, my character is, his name is Jason Alexander. He is an extreme janitor and he is bringing a mop with him. I'm Brian. I'm playing Aloysius Plum, light bulb technician second class, and he has a satchel. Hi, I'm Ryan. Uh, I am playing Max Torque, and I am a uh, general purpose handyman, uh, and I have my trusty unnecessarily large wrench with me at all times. Max Torque. Max Torque. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm imagining the uh, the wrench from Stargate SG-1. You ever see the, the Siler's always carrying around his gigantic wrench. Yes. <laughs> Comically large, almost impossible to use in any situation. And listeners, if you're unfamiliar with the tone that we're going to have for Roll for Shoes, Ryan has just let you know exactly what you're in for. That's what I do here. All right. So for all of you listeners who may be unfamiliar with the microsystem Roll for Shoes, what it is is, well, it's just that a microsystem. There are only six rules, a summary of which are you begin with one skill, and that skill is called do anything. Anytime you want to do anything, whether that's open a door or check to see that you have shoes on or cast a fireball, you roll do anything for 1d6. If you roll a six on that die then you may create a new skill related to what you were doing. And you may create that skill at a 2D. So if you were trying to open a door and you roll a six, then you can create open door or pick lock or open sesame for 2D6. If you are rolling that 2D6 skill and you roll two sixes, then you can create a new skill pertaining to what you were doing at a 3d6. So these skills tend to get more specific and pretty silly as we go on. This game will break. It is designed to break as part of our one shot. Now, the way that you determine success or failure is you roll against the GM. You have to roll higher than the GM. If you roll equal to or less than the GM, then you fail. If you fail, you get an experience point. Experience points are good for helping you gain new skills. They don't determine anything in terms of your success or failure. 
It's just a matter of whether you learn from and improve from that failure and past failures. You can either use your experience points or bank them. What you do with experience points is you can take any roll or any die and move one die up to a six after you have determined success or failure. So if I roll open sesame and I roll a five and a six, then I can spend one experience point to turn those into two sixes and then create a new skill. If I have two experience points and I roll a one or a two, I can turn them after we've determined success or failure into two sixes and then we can gain a new skill from there. Are you on board players? On board. Let's do this. Bon voyage. You enter into the reception area of the NutriCorp building. And when I say the welcome area, it's not terribly welcoming. It is a room with three seats and a screen. Once you amble in after dark, a video starts playing. And it says, Welcome to NutriCorp, a megaglomeration committed to an ethical, sustainable food production for a better, yummier future. We thank you, new independent contractors, for joining our team. We have provided a video for all of our new independent contractors to review basic orientation and safety needs. And every time it says independent contractors, it's distinctly another voice dubbing over a mouth movement that says employees. And the orientation gives you the basic layout of the plant. And also it starts to go over the safety needs, but the video seems to get disrupted and fast forward and seems to pixelate and the horizontal and the vertical seem to get messed up. And then the video just kind of unceremoniously concludes. Once the video concludes, you see a contract print up from a slot below the screen. And it looks like a pretty basic hire for services and gives a list of some of the basic health violations that you'll be that you'll be cleaning up. So what do you do? I, I begin to peruse the list of violations. Okay. Yeah, I, I would also like to do that. Uh, throughout the video, you anybody who looked at him might have noticed Aloysius under his breath, talking along with the video exactly as it goes. Uh, but then he goes over, <laughs> grabs a contract, just scribbles on it and throws it uh, in the the basket where it goes. Okay. Uh, GM does, uh, does this video plan a loop? Uh, no, it does not. Okay. Interesting. Would you, now you said that you wanted to peruse this basic terms of service and the services at once. So you, you, uh, do you want to roll for that? Oh, because you're doing something at yes. this point. Let, let, let me, let me do something. Hold on. Any chance you have to get experience is a chance to get That's experience. That's not wrong. Loud noises. Three. Three, uh, you successfully see a list of violations. Some of them include metal shavings in the baby food. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You see listed among their uh, extermination of rats mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. unwanted pests. You also see listed among them a semi-dried puddle of sticky filth, uh, but it does not particularly mm. say where or what. The list goes on and on, and it looks concerning, but... Nothing terribly out of the ordinary. This is when I change my one item to a single metal green shaker can of Comet. Because <laughs> I remember elementary school, and that's how you fix all messes. <laughs> AJ, are you rolling to do anything? Yeah, well, I also wanted to examine the list of problems 
just to see if there's anything else I can find. Okay, go ahead and roll. All right, that's two d six, right? One d six. One d six. Cool. Oh, that's 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 a one. Okay, you you start to read, but you're just not kind of paying attention. Like your eyes slide over it. You massive air quotes read it. So give yourself an experience point. Okay, I got an experience point, and my eyes are glazed over with contractees. He Apple terms of serviced it. Yeah, exactly. Would the rest of you like to sign your contracts? Uh, I will sign my contract, uh, though I find uh, some of the wording concerning. Uh, vague? Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about that. It's probably fine. Yeah, I signed mine with a big flourish like John Hancock. Mm, good, good. As soon as you sign your contracts, you hear, paper jam cleared. And about 78 pages of legalese spew out of the device. Ah, <laughs> uh, technology. Okay. Awesome. And as soon as it does, are you taking that with you? You letting it sit there? Oh, no, no, I'm definitely taking that with me. Okay. And as soon as you pick up your contract, the door to the plant opens. I'm going to uh, roll it up like a newspaper, stuff it in my back pocket, and uh, head towards the plant. Okay. Well, what do you do with this list of health violations in this plant? I feel like we should start small. Okay. I don't know which of these I consider small, but... Uh, one thing on the list that would strike you as small would be a dirty slash contaminated carrot stretcher assembly. See, you keep using words like contaminated, and that concerns me. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Did you say All carrot right. stretcher? No. Yes. <laughs> what, Wait, what, is, what is a carrot stretcher? It, it stretches carrots. <laughs> it, it artificially <laughs> increases the size of the carrots. Before release to the public, it's a very common practice. How do you think that your carrots are all of such uniform length? <laughs> don't they? Don't they just cut them? Why? Why are we stretching the carrots out? Well, if you cut it, you have to throw bits of it away. If you stretch it, then the carrot gets longer. the the real The real secret is that the carrots out of the ground are all only about uh, two inches. They're actually spherical. In order to get that, yes, also that. Like, you're really going to have to start up that machinery if you really want to understand this. It's 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 sort of like Play-Doh. Okay, can I describe my character real quick? Sure. Okay, so yeah, Jason Alexander is six feet tall. He's wearing sunglasses for some reason inside. <laughs> and his hair is like slicked back in his pompadour. And he acts like he's a, the last action hero at all times. And I'm going to like, Jason will turn to Max Torque and uh, say, I noticed your name on your name tag. It's impressive, and he's going to shake your hand, Max. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, <laughs> Max Torque looks, and I'm going to make a very specific reference, uh, exactly like Doctor uh, Captain Lou Albano playing Mario. Because <laughs> <laughs> I considered playing a plumber, but the urge to only ever say, it's a me, seemed inappropriate. Um, so we're going with this instead. Uh, pleasure to be working with you, gentlemen. <laughs> Aloysius is rail thin for some reason wearing a white lab coat and he's got like two days growth of uh, facial hair and a haunted expression in his eyes. Okay. Aloysius is a plant uh, by the factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. All right. We'll go. Uh, do I know from the uh, layout that they showed us in the video where the carrot machine is? Why don't you? Why don't I roll? Yeah, yeah. look to see if you can find the carrot stretcher. Uh, let's go carrot hunting. 
That's a five. Unfortunately, you look left, you look right. Based on the description, you're looking for carrots standing in front of mirrors, bending right, left right. and bending right, and maybe on a down dog. You you see no carrots doing any such activities. Okay. So you're a little off. Give yourself an experience point. I shall attempt to find the carrot stretcher. I've got a three. Okay. You succeed. Uh, can I use my XP? You absolutely should. Okay. I now have a skill called machine searching. Ooh. Are you sure it's not carrot sniffing? That seems <laughs> slightly more suboptimal than what I wrote. So, uh, It's this way. Follow me. All right. You come up to the carrot stretcher. And it is a long assembly line. You do see that that some things are are stopped, like mid-carrot assembly. You're not quite sure where things have gone wrong. You haven't seen the device in action. But if you wanna if you wanna either search for the contamination or if you wanna just clean the whole thing, that's up to you. I like the idea that there's a process by which you put carrots together. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, and, actually, I don't know if I like that. I think I kind of hate it. Hmm. I would like to spin my mop like a like a staff and and set to work cleaning the machine. That is fantastic. For some reason, I am I am imagining something uh, like Ang from from Avatar: The Last Airbender cleaning something with his mop. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going for. Uh, he's going to say that, and then he's going to slowly remove his shades and look into the camera wherever the fourth wall is, and just say. This town, it's time to get clean. And uh, it's going to start in. Let me, um, can I go ahead and roll? Go ahead and roll. There's All a right. surprising amount of grace in what's happening right now, and I like it. <laughs> I rolled a four. Okay, you rolled a four, and it is an impressive display of moppery. Like, this is something like you would expect to see on a martial arts television show. However, given that things are done for the camera... And not necessarily for effectiveness. <laughs> it is not really all that clean. So give yourself an experience point. <laughs> Max uh, slowly claps and a single tear rolls, rolls down his cheek. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. That was really beautiful. Thanks. I like nothing better than, the, than to clean a machine in the morning. That's right. Okay, I'd like to try and use my wrench to... And he, he physically does this, fingered quotes, fix it. Okay, so you, I guess, roll a die. I roll a four. You've rolled a four. Well, you have very much successfully fixed this device. The contamination appears to be there is some sort of hydraulic fluid that has has uh, been inadvertently connected and spliced into the the Elastiveg solution, mm -hmm. uh, which. Uh, which is getting injected into the carrots. No, you see that a lot. You see that a lot. It happens. So you've successfully fixed that particular contamination, and you can scratch that off the list. Check. Now that's a man who knows that handle a wrench. I like the idea that I just walk over, look at it for a second, and then just smack something with the wrench, and then it just falls in place. Yep. Yep. Happens all the time. This is a man who's handled a carrot stretcher before. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, what is, what is Aloysius Plum doing? I guess I'm going to try and decontaminate the carrots. I'll root around in my in my bag and see if I've got some degreaser. <laughs> He's gonna root around. <laughs> I rolled a six. This is not going well for me. I well, I rolled a one, but you did roll a six. So not only do you succeed. Oh, that's true. I do get the uh, the skill anyway. 
you get the skill. Oh, oh don't worry. You're going to have plenty of opportunities <laughs> to fail in the near future. Surprisingly, the only person I've ever played this with who just actually constantly wants to fail purely for the XP. <laughs> and I respect <laughs> that as a playtesting method. So my new level two skill was came prepared. So we have all of these carrots cleaned. We have the device fixed, but we still have a number of problems. We have the semi-dried puddle of sticky filth. We have rats and unwanted pests. And we also have uh, metal shavings uh, going into a vat of baby food. That implies that the rats were desired pests. <laughs> I prefer to think of it as more common. I feel like the baby food's the next next one that should be addressed. Okay. Sounds good per, to me. Per personal opinion. Okay. Brian, why don't you try to lead us the way to, to the baby food vats? Uh, as I recall, it's this direction. Two. Uh, you, you successfully point yourself in the direction of the bathrooms, which is good. We know where those are. But get yourself a, an experience important. point. All right. I have an experience point. Hmm. That's strange. I was certain it was over here. 2d6 machine machine searching. Okay. I should write down more pronounceable skills next time. Got it. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. Well, you found it. Mm. You, you definitely found it. Okay. That means I get a new skill, right? Because it's double sixes? Well, that, well, yeah, that only makes sense. Because you can only get 12 from two sixes on two dice. Yes. Yes, you do get a new skill. You're assuming he's rolling d6s. <laughs> I've been using d20s the whole time. <laughs> Why did you bring a D6 to a D20 fight? <laughs> uh, I now have 3D6, Path of the Handyman. <laughs> I don't know that I'm good at this game, but I do enjoy coming up with, with skill names. <laughs> okay, so yes, you have found the vats of baby food. And yeah, there are metal shavings in that in that baby food vat. Well, there's your problem. Metal doesn't go in there. <laughs> certainly doesn't seem right so didn't even have to roll for that one nope yeah aj what is jason alexander going to do about these problems jason alexander is going to attempt to locate the source of the metal shavings all right jason alexander rolled a three jason alexander checks the ingredient list that surely surely had to have been put there on purpose <laughs> maybe it's filler <laughs> give yourself an experience point that's protein right there and it's good for you do you want to use that experience point to gain a 2d6 skill? Yes, I would. Okay. The skill I'm going to gain is figuring out the source of problems. All right. <laughs> All right. Who else would like to, to diagnose the, the metal shavings problem? Aloysius would like to attempt that. All right. Let's give it a shot. Two. Two. Unfortunately... You you are also pretty convinced that that's just there for added iron for the baby's diet. <laughs> Supplemented supplemental iron. You got you got to get the minerals in there for growing kids. You got to make sure Magneto is able to lift your baby uh, at any time. <laughs> that was what I was most worried about as a parent. In the future, this will this will help the children to interface with electronics. I'm sure. You grow up irrationally scared of Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> I would hate that. That would be awful. That would, oh, Man's that a treasure. Nationally, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Max looks at him and says, Well, I'm not sure how hitting it with metal is going to do any good, but sure, I'll give it a try. 
and uh, I'm gonna whack it with my wrench for one d six. For one d six, all right. Whack away. Four. Four. Okay. You you seem to whack away, and when you whack, it just kind of sends vibrations on up through through not only the vat but also some of the the supports. And your eyes just kind of follow this cartoonish-like vibration upwards. And you see that the broccoli peeler assembly is misaligned. And it is it is scraping up against a girder right above the baby food. I thought originally you were going to say that the shavings, uh, that when it starts shaking, the shavings all vibrate out and I became Magneto somehow. Um, oh my gosh. But that was only a four, so that seems like a bit much. Yeah, I have regret now. Oh, well, there's your problem. Okay. Uh I ain't real tall, so I'm not sure how we're going to fix that one. Um, well, I guess I'll see if I came prepared for this. Six. Six. You came prepared for this. Okay. Well, I'm going to spend both of my experience points right now to raise both, both of those dice to sixes. Ooh, nice. And I'm going to get Solvat coming at three dice. And Aloysius pulls out of his satchel one of those uh, leather belts that they use to climb up trees and telephone, telephone poles. Yes. Love it. All right. So I take it you're now going to go ahead and climb on up there. Well, I will think I will give somebody else the opportunity to fail at a roll. Beautiful. So uh, does Jason want to attempt to climb up? Yes. Jason will happily attempt to climb up. He twirls his mop and sticks it in a sheath on his back with the wet, Wait, what? dirty end of the mop handle, like hitting him in the back of the neck. <laughs> As as you as you proffer him the belt, which which he then accepts solemnly and attempts to to make the climb, I'm gonna go ahead and spend the exp point here. Okay, go ahead and make the roll and see if you don't get one automatically for good point. If you roll good a point. six. No, I rolled a one. Okay, you've rolled equal to the GM, so you know you yeah. There's there there was I I thought for sure that you were gonna succeed in this one, but you get an experience point. You clip into the belt. You make it about two feet up, and you just sort of slowly slide down. Wait, I can't use my XP point. You can use your XP point to learn a new skill. Okay, cool. But it does not change the outcome of the roll. Got you. Okay, I understand. Is this where we recreate that one scene from Mulan? Yes, exactly. Okay, okay, good. What we need here is two giant discs that we can attach to the ends here. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to gain a new skill, and that's going to be climbing. Okay. What else you got in that there extra-dimensional space you carry around there, uh, Aloysius? Well, let's uh, roll saw that coming, because I think I know what the problem was. Seven. Okay, yeah, you absolutely saw that coming. He didn't have yes. any arm weights on. No, no, the problem <laughs> was there was a bit of grease... On the back of the girder, just mm-hmm. belt over, and now you'll be able to climb up without hitting the grease and sliding back down. There it is. All right. Alexander, let's give this another chance. All right, and this time I roll two, right? Yes. Because I got the climbing skill. Okay, cool. This is really simple. Okay, that's that's a 10. Okay, you zip right on up. Hey. All right. Have I arrived at the, at the, the strange girder misalignment? Yeah, you have you have arrived at the source of the misalignment. What is the source of the misalignment? Well, the broccoli peeler seems to be off its track, and so it is the the machinery is scraping the girder. If you just get the broccoli peeler back on its track, then it should probably be just fine. All right, cool. Is it possible for me to like sort of jam the mop in a way such a way that I can like lever the thing back on its track? 
usually we let the dice decide that. So let's find out if that's possible. Sounds good. All right. That is a four. I rolled a three. So you have properly aligned the broccoli peeler. Excellent. And so that is a-okay. All right. I guess I come back down then. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Do I gain a skill for that or no? Did you roll it? Uh, so did you say that you rolled a six? No, I did not. So you only okay. gain a skill if you get six. If you get a six or spend an experience point. If you get all sixes on your roll, that is. Right. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. So before we leave this area, Aloysius would like to look around to see if the standard product recall form is nearby. <laughs> I rolled a three. I rolled a four, so I'm afraid <laughs> that uh, the NutriCorp Megaglomeration does not do product recall forms. <laughs> no, probably more likely is I, I found the place where they're supposed to be, and they've just already all been used. That is far more likely. Jason Alexander frowns with disappointment at the level of corporate irresponsibility here. Oh, just you wait, my friend. Oh, just no. you <laughs> wait. Because we still haven't dealt with the rats or the or the pile of filth. Hmm. I should say rats and other unwanted pests. I say we go for the pile of filth. Uh, I don't like critters. Okay, let's go ahead and and look for that filth. Can I use my source of problem skill? Oh, yeah. I, I, why not? Okay, cool. Seven. Seven. I rolled a six. So you hey. are looking for it. And then your boot just kind of gets into something sticky. And it just has that bottom of the dollar theater, like velcro like a rip from the floor so you you found it gross this looks like a job for my handy dandy mop all right let's see how your handy dandy mop does Ugh. can i identify what the filth is that is up to the dice all right i'm gonna try it first i'm gonna try to identify what the filth is because i'm not gonna be able to clean it up if i don't know it's five five okay Yes, you identify what it is and where it's from. It appears to be leaking from a conduit that is stretching all the way across the facility way into the back. It looks like a specially designed formula. And you see that the pipeline is labeled NutriGrow. Huh, that doesn't seem safe. Is there like an off valve or something for the, for the conduit? Oh, I'm sure there's an off valve. Well, while you're cleaning it up, let me see if I can find a way to patch it. Sounds good. Do anything for patching it. I roll a one. Okay. You slap some duct tape on there, and that duct tape gets saturated very quickly, and it seeps around. It's still its bright acid green self seeping around the uh, seeping around the duct tape. Hmm. It smells sweet, though, so it's got to be good for you. <laughs> uh, I would like to take the path of the handyman and try and find the off valve. Okay, let's let's do that. That is a total of 12. Okay, so you're letting from if I just want to understand properly while Aloysius is patching and while Jason is mopping, you are following this conduit off into the distance, correct? Sure, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I've become one with my handyman senses and I can't help myself. <laughs> Listeners, we have split the party. I'll start working on my next character. There's still another opportunity. <laughs> 
you follow this off into some of the back sections and you see that this thing is leaking in several places and you see a rat just going to town slurping up some of the stuff i assume he's larger than normal he's he's a big rat i mean we're talking probably medium-sized kitten to juvenile cat you're gonna say medium-sized creature <laughs> oh yeah that's like crap we're in trouble all right uh this is uh, a yeah, he's kind of capital starship scale uh okay. no we're not we're not doing that gm on a scale of one to ten how hard are you struggling not to say r-o-u-s uh stop looking at my notes and I want you to know that for copyright reasons, <laughs> there may or may not be rats of unbelievable stature. <laughs> rats. rats. Excellent. Unbelievable stature. I wish I understood that reference. Gosh, we have a wonderful thing to introduce you to. Okay. So there is there is a there is a house cat sized rat looking up from this puddle, staring at you. I heft my wrench over my shoulder like some kind of battle axe or something and then just give him the single eyebrow single hand dwayne johnson hand emotion to bring it on okay then the rat is gonna charge at you and he is attacking you for a three okay and so i rolled a defend yeah okay uh that is a one okay so this this rat he is all over you i mean he is climbing up your pant leg he is menacing you there there may be scratches there may be bites it may be uh, painful tetanus shots let's let's hope that med kit is well stocked yeah what happens i mean do you cry out do you do you just sit there and take it like Dwayne johnson would? I, I, I nod in um uh combatant versus combatant appreciation and then I also yell because it's immensely painful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would like to roll to listen. <laughs> I got a six. Okay. You hear a yell off into the distance. So I'm going to get detect peril. Detect rat combat. Can I use my source of problem skills to see if I can find out what's wrong with that screen? Absolutely. All right. Very cool. That's eight. Eight. You absolutely know that this is the sound of a man being bitten by a medium juvenile cat-sized mm -hmm, rat. Mm -hmm. It's expressly that scream. I go, guys, uh, don't look now, but it sounds like someone has just been bitten by a medium cat-sized rat. We'd better hurry. Who's guys? Max left. It's just oh, me Good here. point. <laughs> Aloysius, we have to hurry. Should probably start by shortening your name because we're wrong. <laughs> so I have to say Aloysius every time we're in danger. This is going to take a while. I think not. In fact, I would prefer you to use my entire name, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> can, can I roll to hit the rat, please? We're going to let your compatriots catch up oh, and let them have a. <laughs> Speaking of catch up, don't. Oh worry. no. <laughs> Who'd like to take a shot at the rat, Aloysius or Jason? Jason does not like critters, as I have said before, so uh, he is hesitant. I think Aloysius will start. I'm just going to hang back. Okay, Aloysius will attempt to hit it with his satchel. Three. Okay, you hit this rat and you successfully bash it off of Max and it sails across the room and it hits its back against some machinery and it falls to the ground and there are X's over its eyes. <laughs> nice. 
And Aloysius has a look of guilt and pain in his eyes. Jason Alexander's incredibly impressed. You see the admiration in his, uh, behind his shades. <laughs> behind the shades. At this point, three more sets of glowing eyes just snap open. And you hear just this hiss and squeak of rage. And three more rats come out of the shadows. Okay, I repeat my Dwayne the Rock Johnson <sighs> motions. We're going to try this again. Okay. Yeah, this mop is, is about to be employed doing some rodent bashing. If you want some, come get some. Okay, so what happens is first one is going to go ahead and charge Aloysius. Okay, well, I'm going to see if I've got some rat propellant <laughs> in my bag. Got a seven. Got a seven. You successfully repel the rat, and I will narrate what happens as it flees in a moment. So we're going to go with the second rat that is charging at Jason Alexander. All right. Oh, that's a, that's a four. Okay. That's fine. Cause I rolled a lot worse than that. Hey. You successfully are able to parry rat bites with this mop. Okay. So even though I succeeded, can I still spend a, a EXP point? Oh yes. Okay, cool. My new skill is going to be rat bashing. Fantastic. And next one is up on you, Ryan. And what are we doing? I would like to try and hit it with my wrench. Okay. Uh, two. I hate to throw a monkey wrench into your problems, but you you are apparently very delicious to these rats because you have another one climbing up you and biting you. I take it as a compliment. I would like to assist with my new rat bashing skill. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use my XP to create a new skill. Okay, what are you what are you creating? Uh, I now have two d six way of the wrench. <laughs> is all your is all your skills going to be like way of? Yes, I I'm I have become uh, a monk. He's learning <laughs> handyman dough. Yes. <laughs> oh, Very cool. I, I'm down for that. That's that's dope. So I rolled a a nine, and I'm going to go ahead and spend another experience point to raise that second dice to a six. Okay. So that I can start a new skill or or get a new level of rat bashing, right? Uh, no. You 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 would. It's not so much another level of rat bashing. It would be a new skill related to what you are doing. So it's not the same thing, except more. You can get more specific, or you mm -hmm. can get like mop quando. Mop quando could happen. That's actually pretty dope. I kind of like that. I'm still in it. Mop quando it is. We're just creating an <laughs> anime that hasn't happened yet, as best I can tell. <laughs> And he becomes even more extreme. Right. So actually, it's even better because, so I practice martial arts at, like, IRL. And so there's a weapon called the Kwando, uh, which is, like, it's a giant knife on a big pole. So actually, I love Mop Kwando. That's perfect. So that's, <laughs> we're, we're definitely doing that. This is beautiful. There's a reason why I assembled you, you people together. <laughs> I don't know if we're the best set of fighting game characters or the worst set of fighting game characters, but I'm excited about it either way. Okay, so for the record, Jason Alexander is assisting with his mop, and he rolled 12, so. And, okay, so he rat bashes that thing across the room. Yeah. It has X's in its eyes before it even hits the ground. In fact, it does not even hit the ground. It goes cleanly into a wastebasket. And the, the lid spins around. Time to take out the trash. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because it is now very full of large rat. <laughs> We have the one rat that you had successfully fended off does not like the looks of this. 
and it follows the rat that was repelled and it scurries through a crack in a door and it is a large steel security door and it has been welded shut and it has hastily written on it for legal purposes this is not a door (laughs) (laughs) i um okay i assume we need to follow this (laughs) before you proceed i think that max needs some medical attention i'll attempt to perform first aid on his leg okay other rat bites while you're doing that, Max also needs to determine which voice I'm using for this character, because I think I'm on my third one. <laughs> I have a six. Ooh. Six, yes. You successfully perform first aid on Max. Thank you. And I have medic two now. Ooh, nice. Did we ever end up shutting off the source of the leak? Funny thing, that pipe, it goes through the wall that has this door in it. So the conduit and the door go the same direction. The door that's not legally a door. The door that is, this is, for legal purposes, not a door. Okay, excellent. And yes, I have had a lawyer play this scenario, and yes, I know because he has informed me, that's not how the law works. (laughs) (laughs) I can't legally tell you that's not a door. You never know when that's going to become important. I mean, if it's welded shut, then for practical purposes, it's also not a door. Accurate. (laughs) That is also true. (laughs) And you said, I'm sorry, Jim, you said the, the, the rat sort of, there's a hole in the in the knot door? There's a hole in the wall. There's there's cracks and holes in the wall. And rats can fit through all manner of things that are impossible for rats to fit through. So we're not worried about the logic here. Okay, yes. But I guess I'm trying to ascertain whether we can follow them or not. Is that oh, you to... totally can follow them. But you're going to need to somehow get that door open because a rat can fit through these holes. And this, this steel is, is bent up. So you can perhaps do some damage to it. You can... I, I don't know if you find an arc welder. I I really Ooh. do. You know what? If you if you find some dynamite, I don't care. Like um, I really don't. No, there's there's always the possibility that I came prepared. That's true. Seven, seven. Uh you you came prepared for sure. <laughs> right. Well, I have a handy can of Acme D Weld in my satchel. <laughs> that's uh, that's a handyman's best friend right there. That's a, that's a, that's a smart young man. Well, then you can apply it. This guy's serious. You'll have to see it. Who who would like to apply the de-weld? I will roll to de-weld the door. Uh, six. Okay, yeah, you successfully de-weld that door. Okay, I'm going to use, since that is a six, I gain a new skill. Okay, since since I just made an opening, we have now created Way of the Pathmaker. Because <laughs> if I'm going to lean into the trope, I'm going to lean into the trope. Okay. <laughs> Can I have everybody, before we go any further, I'd like you to give me some perception checks. So just do anything to look around. Uh, can I use detect peril? You can detect peril. Four. Uh, I have a three. Can I use source of problems? Oh, yeah, you probably can. Okay. Dang, nabbit. That's not good. <laughs> That's a seven. Okay, you've detected the source of the problem. I rolled a five. So it Excellent. looks like Jason has detected a number of problems. Mm. First... He sees that there is a slip of paper on the ground. And on that note, there is written, and it, it it is filled with health code violations. Like there's just a tick list. Mm. And the note says, hastily scribbled on the back, I'm the last of my inspection team. The horror. <laughs> the violations. Please, for the love of all that is good, if I don't make it out, tell my wife. And in another handwriting, it says, 
Wi-Fi password to my roommate. I changed it before I left. I'll be looking <laughs> here at all the delicious food being processed. Oh, no. Drums in the dark. <laughs> there is also a dark red smear that is just from where that note was sliding into the door. Cranberry sauce. I've mm. seen this before. <laughs> You'd have to make a roll to determine what, what that what that is. It's terribly tough to get out. Uh, that's four. You're deeply afraid that that it's not it's not cranberry sauce it is not cranberry (laughs) sauce it is tomato based oh okay Ooh, marinara (laughs) so shall we proceed down the stairs uh sure aloysius will go first all right jason will follow down the stairs you see that the two rats have gone and got a friend. It is it is a much larger friend. It is, as has been uh, previously referenced, um, a rat of unbelievable stature. <laughs> and you are staring down these these folks. So inconceivable. <laughs> yeah, there it was. Brian, what is Aloysius doing? Aloysius is waiting for the rats to make the first move. Okay, well then we're gonna have the rodent of unbelievable stature. Come and get you. Oh, shoot. Okay, that did not bode well for me. This thing is just charging right at you. What are you doing about this rodent of unbelievable stature? I rolled 14 on Saw That Coming. Mm. And he lazily just kind of leans to one side, slaps the rat on the side of the head, and it crashes into the wall instead. That is beautiful. Okay. Yeah, this thing has stars and birds just circling above its head, visibly. Like, you can see this happen. And I need a new skill to spend my experience. All right. Hmm. Precognition for four. Okay. Can I rat bash that rat into the other two rats? Rat bash that rat into the other two rats. That's an 11. I am so sorry. Oh. You pick up that rat and it is just a lot heavier than you had imagined. You did sling it in the other rat's direction, but there was no contact. Mm. I missed. All right. So what what are you doing, Ryan? Or I guess I should say, what is Max doing about this problem, Ryan? Uh, so how many, w- which rats remain? We have one that is obviously phased and we have the other two, the two smaller large rats that are completely unfazed. Okay. I will point at one of the smaller unfazed ones. We face each other as God intended. Sportsman-like. No tricks, no weapons. Skill against skill. Alone. Beautiful. And then I run at him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Give me a roll to see what you do at him. Because he's... I guess because I said that, I have to not use my wrench now. So I'm just going to try and... uh, I'm going to try and uppercut the rat. Okay. Because he's running right at you the same time. And he is... With his paw making a fist, is rearing back and is jumping as you are... Also jumping, yes. And then everything pauses and then the camera circles around us. uh, One full rotation, 360 degrees, as I roll in one. (laughs) (laughs) So this rat mid-air clocks you and you just see this zigzag lines of uh, like surrounding you in multiple colors of just the crash... (laughs) pow impact and you are no you are down for the rest of the round no 
All right, uh, a moment. Precognition is often an awful lot like saw that coming. So instead, my new skill is change outcome. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. And I would like to roll that. Okay. I wasn't expecting time control. <laughs> Nor was I. 14. 14. <laughs> I don't even know what to roll for this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I rolled a 12, so which is the maximum I could roll on two dice. So, yeah, you, through your precognition, could see that Max was going to get into a lot of trouble. So instead, you intervene by shifting the rat's fist just a little to the left, and you shift Max's fist a little to the right. And so what actually happened with this kerpow was was Max just knocking this rat clean out. Do we have any uh, Black Clover fans here? Because your, your power seems very similar to one of the characters on that show. <laughs> I have something very specific that I'm doing. <laughs> and, the GM, and the GM is terrified. Yeah. I land like on one knee and then I just, without turning, I just point at Aloysius and nod. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Okay. Jason is going to go ahead and try and take out the last rat if that's if that's possible. Let's do that. Alright. This time, we're going to use Mock Pondo, I think. That is a seven. A seven. Okay. This rat, feeling overconfident, also takes a stance and it it runs at you and Jason's got this. Tell me what happens in the encounter between Jason and the rat. Okay, cool. So imagine with take a step down imagination lane with me here. Jason extends his mop upwards, uh, like so that it's horizontal over his head, absorbs the flying blow from the rat and immediately twists his mop around so that the head of it whips over top of his head. And the, the shaft is sort of along his, the back of his arm and he, as he hits a backhanded blow across the side of the bat's head, knocking it unconscious. That is beautiful. <laughs> that was baller. <laughs> Jason holds the pose for a minute and uh, just says, uh, three's company. <laughs> Wait, there's three of us, though. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> there is, at your feet, another note. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bend down and read it aloud for everyone to hear. You read, we cannot get out. They have taken the grow tanks and the second lab. Frank <laughs> and Leon and Nate fell there. Therefore, a line smeared so you can only read, went five days ago. The last lines run, the tomato took Oliver. We cannot get out. <laughs> oh. I really did see that coming. This is really, and I've not seen this movie, but I think this is turning into Alien, and I'm really worried. Uh, Mike, there is a message in your Facebook Messenger that might be relevant. Brian just made a bold prediction. <laughs> no, I explained to the GM what I'm doing so that he can make better decisions. Okay, okay, okay. That helps a lot. <laughs> That's not going to be good. Uh, okay. I'm intrigued. 
Yeah, me too. Brian, if this was anybody but you, I'd be terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so from the note, we learned that the rats have gotten the two containers of grow on the second level, I think. Was that right? Uh, it just says the se- it just says grow tanks and it says second lab. Okay, so we got to find the second lab, right? That's an idea. I mean, you still do have that conduit. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, we never did repair that. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever find the place where I can turn it off? The conduit takes a sharp right into a lab with, I mean, of course, flickering lights because that's what happens. <laughs> And presumably a number two on the on the outside of the door. If you you know what, name it and claim it, my friend. If it there has a two go. on All the right. side of the door, that's what we're doing. I have concerns. All right, here we go. Yeah, do I think the door is unlocked? I don't know. What, why don't we roll for that? All right, <laughs> give yourself uh, a chance to fail. You're you have a path of the waymaker. Just uh... yes, yes. It's it's time to it's time to path make. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a six. On two okay. dice. All right. Well, you find that the door wasn't opened, but it definitely is now. You are Good. able to slide a key card in through the, the lab reader. And by key card, I mean a credit card. And by key card reader, I mean by the door frame and pop right. the door open. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Inside this lab, you see a large array of hydroponics. Some of it is labeled control. Other is labeled moon soil. Some is labeled with NutriGrow. All of them have all manner of liquids flowing through those hydroponics. On the far end of the lab, seen through the flickering lights, a series of valves. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Can I use source of problems to figure out which one of these things is messed up? Oh, that would be a... Do you know what? Dude, there are so many things here messed up. I would absolutely <laughs> roll. that's a 10 okay i rolled a seven so yeah you see that the nutrigrow is over there on the far end you see one of the valves Uh, you also think you see the electrical conduit going into another room uh, which you might be able to fix later but you also see that some of these hydroponics have have grown really large like some of the the normal ones you know you see some potatoes you see some turnips and you also see another note this one says what do you get when you cross a venus flytrap a tomato plant and an octopus well steve's gonna find out because those genes aren't gonna swip swap themselves around now are they at this point i would like to detect peril (laughs) (laughs) 10 okay Yes, you see that there are in the in not only the control group but also the moon soil group two sneering tomato plants. If tomato plants could sneer, because they can, because they have mouths, because they were crossed with Venus flytrap, and if they mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. Uh, twisting uh, twisting vines that could grab things, because they can, because they were crossed with octopuses as well, that those look very perilous. There are three. But there are two that look especially intent on you, and they look especially perilous. I'd like to roll to detect the presence of a Pokemon Company International employee somewhere in the story. (laughs) (laughs) I've accidentally made a reference, haven't I? No, you just accidentally made the next generation of Pokemon. Um, (laughs) I'm going to write that one down and call Nintendo at some point. 
okay so what is the third one doing if he's not looking as intent on d- danger he's looking more at himself and more at his hydroponics oh he, I, i'm worried he's learning okay <laughs> you got a real pinky in the brain thing going on here okay so can, so just yeah, so i since i've identified the source of problems can i just like turn the valve and solve oh sure it? yeah yeah, that... go ahead. yeah do that okay cool right. so i'll just i'll just turn the valve to make the levels balance out oh yeah you can you can shut that off so all of those things could be easily patched and you know it's that'll be fine no more there we go no more leaking no more leaking excellent okay. that's what i like to hear yeah go ahead give me a roll that's a three. Oh, fantastic because i rolled a two so <laughs> you just turn that valve and it squeaks and it squeaks and it squeaks and the pressure for the uh, for the neutral grow just shuts right on off and you see the dripping eventually stop well that's relief seems like the problem solved we could probably leave now however uh, yep. yeah <laughs> i think we take care of it we we, we do have we do have some other other uh, other thoughts and by we have other thoughts i mean the tomato plants have other thoughts audrey three four and five <laughs> yeah uh one and <laughs> tomato plants one and three start to slither their vines in your direction they're gonna try and grab at your ankles all right can i defend with mop Kondo? oh i would absolutely recommend that all right that i'd like good. to call time out it's clearly time for our union mandated lunch break uh, I agree. <laughs> Independent uh, contractors. Ah, oh, love to see it. Okay. Hey, just because we're not allowed to unionize doesn't mean we can't act like a union. I got a seven. Got a seven. Okay. Yes. I got a six. So, what do you <laughs> do to get away from these these slithering vines? Jason Alexander like does a series of unnecessary backflips. Uh, <laughs> Concluding with like a <laughs> Spider-Man crouch at the end, and uh, but he doesn't have any witty one-liners. He's just he's just dodged the vines though. This time, I I imagine sometime in this like between hydroponic racks, he jumps and does the splits and suspends himself there as a vine goes like right where his legs were a moment ago before Perfect. he sticks his landing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, we also have some vines because there are so many vines that are also coming at Aloysius. Aloysius. All right. We'll see if I came prepared. Nine. Nine. Yes. You, it's like you knew where they were going to be before they were even there. You step aside and those vines just snap right past you. And I, uh, my hand darts into my satchel, pulls out a, a bottle of weed killer, and I just smash it. On, on the floor right next to me and it covers the vines. Ooh, okay. Let's see how that how that does. Uh give me give me a weed killer roll. Three. The okay. Um I rolled a three. When they hear the smash, they snap their vines back rapidly out of the poisonous uh spray. And we get just a a tight, tight close up on my eyes and my my eyebrows pointing downward. <laughs> Can I, what kind of weed killer is this? Is this a liquid or is it a, a aerosol? I was imagining a liquid. If it's a liquid, then I would like to use my mop to absorb some of it oh. uh, at this time. Poison tip mop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's mop that up. 
All right. Can't uh, have spells like that. That's just unacceptable. Should I? Can I use Mop Quando for that? I mean, it's using your mop, and it's it's right, of your it. your mop arts. So yeah. Heck yes. Ooh, that is double sixes. We snap back to that close up of uh, Aloysius's eyes, and it backs off just enough that you can see he's got this cocky smirk on his face now. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay, and I get to I, because it's two sixes. I get to choose another skill. Is that correct? Or yes, you do. Okay, and it has to be related to what just happened, correct? Yeah, although that could be it could be absorption. Yeah, I was going to do absorption <laughs> actually. Okay. This is how we all become this, superheroes or villains. This from the man who brought you spatulate. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> okay, so with my newly acquired weed killer liquid on in my infused mop, uh, I will launch an attack against the nearest vines that okay. I can see. So go ahead and give me an attack on on number two. All right. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. So you are able to stick it to the plant. Uh, wow. And you just hear like a sizzle and hiss. And there are just tendrils of vapor coming up as this plant just withers right there and collapses. As, as this happens, Jason Alexander takes off his glasses and goes, it's time to eat your vegetables. <laughs> okay, I think that uh, it's been a hot second since uh, since Max has done something. So, um, Ryan. Do I still have one that's in a pot? Uh, they, you have the one aggro one that is very much connected to its hydroponics. Okay. Um, they're actually both very much connected to his hydroponics. Uh, so I'll, I'll smash down on whichever one's already aggro. I will weigh of the wrench to smash down with my unnecessarily large wrench uh, to try and destroy the mechanism that feeds it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, oh, that is a total of six. Okay. So you just smash down on these, on the hydroponics and it, it is just, flailing about searching for for nutrients it's like it's gasping for air despite the fact that it makes no sense because it has air okay. and the fact that the that this just got shut off like two minutes ago and you did not notice this sir but still for some reason in a fit of its own histrionics it has rendered itself catatonic in panic <laughs> okay <laughs> dig it there is a third non-agro one that just starts tugging at its hydroponics and it kind of leans its tomato in your direction and says, please free. And it pitifully tugs at its hydroponics and its roots. Uh, I would like to use way of the wrench to gently disassemble whatever it's pulling at. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, and give me that. I would like to detect peril to find out if that's a good idea. That's also probably a reasonable assertion. Eight. I have a nine. Uh, you have a nine. Okay. Uh, let's bank that for just a second. What uh, What have you got for detect peril? Eight. Eight. You detect no peril. Oh, okay. Proceed, sir. Are you going to ask me if you get an experience point? 
<laughs> do I get an experience uh, point? No, you do not. Okay. Okay. That's so much um, better now. <laughs> my decision was going to be the same whether or not I got the experience point. But <laughs> proceed. So you disassemble these hydroponics and set it gently on the floor. And this massive plant just uses its vines to to crawl its way out the door, up the stairs, and disappears through the plant. And you can hear it once it's once it's out in the hallway. Thank you. I don't know that that was my best choice. It'll be fine, I'm sure. I, I use an XP. I use an XP because I have a six on one of my two dice. Okay. Um, and I now have uh, above wave of the wrench. I now have three d six expert handyman. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So do we go after it? I don't know what we just freed. I, I'm I'm interested to see what it does. I'm I'm trying also to name something that's part Venus flytrap, part tomato, and part Pokemon. I mean octopus. I mean, I, mm. I thought it was a pretty straightforward piranha plant reference from Super Mario Bros. Oh, he's right. Okay, perfect. Sure, I'll follow it. Okay. I'll follow them. And I'll follow him. This can only go well. This guy goes up onto the plant floor. He grabs some safety glasses, puts them on, despite the fact that he doesn't have eyes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> grabs a lab coat and grabs a hard hat. And goes on his way back down into the labs. Oh, I know how this works. This is like when we have to separate Bill from the Jigglypuff in Pokemon. Was it a Jigglypuff? I think it was a Jigglypuff. Oh! They, they've combined, so now we have to put them in the machine and separate them again. Mm. Mechanically separated <laughs> tomato and octopus. Tomato person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if we do this right, they'll both exist when we're finished. Probably. All right. Is, is that what we're doing? We're trying to make that happen? And then I begin combat training the, the piranha plant. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nope, that all sounds accurate to me. Yeah. Okay. I would all like right. to do some machine searching to find the human plant genome splitter. Okay. Give me a roll because that sounds that sounds like a roll. Uh, that's a total of a three on two dice. Okay, yeah. Oof. You you find a lab with a lot of complex machinery that you do not understand. You you do see something that looks kind of like a teleporter. <laughs> and in the pad, you do see you do see the previous entry for a human and a fly. <laughs> oh no. We're gonna fight Baxter Stockman. <laughs> I mean Or Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> or Jeff Goldblum, yeah, that's true. You could, like anything could happen here, man. We are off the we are off the rails. You guys are in charge, so let's find <laughs> out what happens. <laughs> well, I think I would like to uh, examine the tomato flytrap octopus thing with medic to see if what uh, Max suggests is even possible. Okay, ten, ten with medic, you. You don't know that there's actually any human DNA in there. If you want to try to extract and resequence, that is totally up to you. Well, I rolled a six on one of those dice, so I'm going to spend an XP to get science. That's all in caps with an exclamation point. I mean, <laughs> I think it's kind of morally mandated at this point that that's how you write the skill. 
Yes. <laughs> te- te- technically per Google, we do share 60% of our, our DNA with tomatoes. So this should be fine. Okay. I, I have a high <laughs> degree of confidence in this experiment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I probably should have asked the tomato person what they were trying to do first, but you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this does sort of raise some questions about consent because the thing can speak and therefore it can think it can and think. therefore yes. you're going to need to get its permission to experiment on it. Okay. I guess I, w- I would like to roll to talk to the, I still haven't come up with a good Pokemon name yet, but, but that thing. Yeah. I think Jason needs to roll for ethics at this point Ooh, yeah. to make his point. I will roll for ethics. Okay. okay. I'll make an ethics roll, which is appropriate because I have a law degree. <laughs> Perfect. And if there's one thing that I know, it's that ethics are random. Ethical choices should definitely be left up to chance. <laughs> uh, that's a two. Okay. So that was a good decision. Yep. You find yourself mired in a conversation of of uh, Nicomachean ethics. I mean, you <laughs> somehow, somehow you you find yourself in a conversation embroiled about the plant soul, the the uh, the animal soul, and human soul, and whether or not Aristotle actually had really con- you know had had focused in on whether or not the ability. Uh, to use reason was exclusive to the human soul. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm in an ethical conundrum. Uh, I think I need to take a turn off. I'm starting to question most of the science and the viability of many of the things I grew up watching. Um, <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids seems way more problematic now. Hmm. That's why we okay. need more humanities in the uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. education of scientists. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna exactly. I'm gonna roll to talk to plant friend. Um, that's a four. Okay, you successfully are able to speak to the tomato plant, uh, and I refer to him as Doctor. Very nice, <laughs> uh, 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 Doctor. What are, what are you trying to accomplish? What what can we do to help you? Furry. Omega lemon. I oh, really hate that. I think he said Omega lemon. Um, <laughs> don't know how to parse that one. Okay. We need to free the Omega lemon. That's okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. I don't know what Saturday morning cartoon I'm living in right now, but here we go. Where is the Omega lemon? The Omega lemon is... Down, down, elevator. Oh, we we have to go down the elevator. Okay. Yes. Okay, we will. We um, I will go look for the elevator. I guess. Hold, hold this, please. And he hands you some pipe as he's 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 opening valves and so forth. Oh, okay. Uh, I I go full uh, apprentice handyman and begin to assist the good doctor in his uh, mechanical endeavors. And he he takes it back. Thank you. And then uh, elevator down. Okay. Okay. Guys, we're leaving. We have to go take the elevator to find the. I'll explain on the way. Jason Alexander looks troubled as uh, he follows. He's wondering whether we should be listening to a sentient vegetable. On the other hand, uh, he's still weighed, weighed down with ethical concerns, so he's, uh, he's he doesn't raise it at this time. They're not going to get better. I'm sorry. Like, um, yeah, the, the ethical concerns 
started the moment that that the contract didn't fully. I was going to say the, the moment we signed paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So what are y'all doing? I think we're following the the hallway for the elevator, right? Yes, indeed. And now we come to it. So there is the lift, and it's more of kind of an open-ish freight elevator. There is a grate that you can open, but it's one of those slide slide open type things. See if you can operate the elevator. I'm terrified uh, if you can't, but you know. I will press the button. I rolled a one on operate elevator. <laughs> <laughs> you get an experience point. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, I'll, I'll try to operate the elevator myself. Okay, what did you roll? A four. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Uh, Aloysius you... is trying to move the, uh, the gate sideways, even though it clearly goes up and down. <laughs> you the reason why aloysius had so much difficulty was because uh this is apparently a key locked elevator but you're able to to jimmy that button with with your mysterious handyman and and uh and mop ways uh mm. to to secure it then the elevator begins its descent it begins slowly at first and then continues down just down, down, 37 sub-basements down. And it goes faster and faster until it gently comes to a rest so many stories below. Ding! And as the grate opens, you can see into a massive expanse of space, of pipes and conduits in the center of a room that has a relatively small-ish lemon tree growing oh, in it. And all the grow stuff's piped from underground. Oh, that's not going to be good. 20-foot <laughs> lemon growing off of a singular branch. <laughs> but a normal-sized branch? It's a normal-sized branch, a smallish tree, and a 20-foot lemon. The lemon's resting on the ground. <laughs> Absolutely it is, because that's... Is there anything hooked up to the Omega Lemon? It looks like all of the pipes are mm -hmm, just mm -hmm, kind of... Yeah. And its root structure is growing all over the floor. Is lemon juice how you grow plants? And you feel a vibration of the air. Like, it's like one of those things where you stand in front of a concert speaker and you can feel... Whoa, the whoa, waves whoa, like whoa, whoa, in whoa. your chest despite the fact that the voice isn't terribly loud it says why have you come to the domain of the omega lemon well we we were sent by dr octofliato <laughs> uh to to find you so you have not come on behalf of the humans who have given us life and then sought to take it? Uh, we seek to free Dr. Octofliato. Yeah, man. Uh, they don't even pay my health insurance, so nope. they can go kick rock. Where do you think we could be free? I've got like weird like journey to the center of the earth vibes where we release them into some kind of cavern 3000 feet below ground <laughs> and they just exist in a separate world. I would like to roll science to see if any such place exists. 12. Um, Mike, mm -hmm. after you answer his question. Okay. 12. 
you successfully determine that there are places where this could exist. Perhaps nowhere on Earth. And that was going to be my question. What's that? So, so based on back in back in the lab where all the 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 octafliados are grown, you kept saying the word moon soil, implying they have access to something from the moon, implying they have access to the moon, implying we could probably just release all this on the moon. I'm probably implying too much, but you know that is a reasonable conclusion based on what I have seeded. No pun intended. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. With hmm. I, I'm no scientist myself, but it just seems that. Uh, for a bunch of plants, the moon has a distinct lack of oxygen. I just want to point that out. I mean, he's not at this time. It it does have plantable soil, which I also wasn't expecting. Um, <laughs> Neither was I, but I actually read a few NASA papers. Anyway, uh, I'm going to spend my two experience points now because I had a six on one of those. Okay. For a level four skill, environmentalism. Four. Nice. <laughs> nice. They don't have to be complex. Just helpful. Where, uh, oh, great Omega Lemon, are you from originally? Where am I from? I am from here. I was an accident, a construct. I was an experiment, but here I am. Uh, is there any place that you, like, want to go? That's kind of what freedom is, is, is you get to decide. Where would you be happy, bro? I'm going to pause for a second. I don't want to take narrative control away from you guys. <laughs> Is there any place that would be more satisfying for this to turn out? Whether this is put him on a desert island, put him in space, put him in the center of the earth. Are, are we only moving the Omega women or do the rats belong to this sort of society of something that's in between Fifle Goes West and VeggieTales? <laughs> or like, what are we, who all is considered sentient in this process, I guess is my question. <laughs> that is a great question. Because like, if we're relocating one moderately large lemon versus we're relocating in an entire preformed society of vegetable people. My thinking is that we need to turn the entire laboratory, the whole plant, okay. Okay, okay. into a giant spaceship that we send to the moon. That way all okay. of it goes. And in theory, has the technology within it for them to still breathe on the moon. Well, that's why I took environmentalism. And they they have a scientist. They do. That's true. Look, we already set the standards of what's realistic at Carrot Stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all, as we've seen on every television show, all you need is one scientist and they can solve everything. <laughs> that's correct. Mm -hmm. uh, you are a magic wizard when you're a scientist. Mm -hmm. Om Omnidisciplinary scientist. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> science is just science, man. It's not even that complicated. No, it's science. There's also that. This is a thing that the group feels good about. Then, am I am I hearing that? Yes, I want to know if if we send them to the moon, that's fine. But like, if are they gonna, as long as they're able to live and stuff, then that's cool. Oh, they'll make it happen. But they they got a scientist. <laughs> they'll be fine. All yeah. right, cool. Very cool. Let's 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 do it then. There's a lot of things that can happen in 37 sub basements that you didn't see up at the top labs. That's just that's true. That's true. <laughs> I do like the idea of, of turning a, a where or not a warehouse a a food factory into some kind of magic school bus style. <laughs> um, yes, something that can fly, or just a ship. It's like oh, it's like Sokovia. 
from that one Avengers oh movie God. where the whole thing just takes off out of the ground. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a good. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. It just it just, just it's just a, a thing. Chunk of Earth, like when Genie turns evil in Aladdin and has to like lift up the palace, just pulls it right out of the ground. And it just happens to have rocket boosters underneath it for you know reasons. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Science. Sorry, science. That's what you do with rocket boosters. You mm-hmm. put them underneath mm-hmm. stuff. No, got to put them somewhere. Wouldn't put it on top. I mean, that's nope. that's silly. Then you're going down. Yeah, exactly. Can't get any lift there. Not useful. That is absolutely on brand. Okay. <laughs> so the Omega Lemon answers your question. There is no place on earth I wish to be where I can be free as among the stars on fresh soil, fresh lunar soil. Mm. Lemons do grow best on cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I couldn't help it. Sorry. <laughs> and if there's one thing we have in abundance, I yes. mean, lemons are yellow, cheese is yellow. That means they should go to the moon. That follows. Definitely adds up. Mm-hmm. Science, once again. Science. Science. We only need the right concoction of these vile substances to fuel our trip away from this place. What was the chemical they were putting on stuff called? Uh, that was Nutrigrow. Nutrigrow scientifically is like 97% rocket fuel, so this is probably fine. <laughs> I was about to say, actually, like, legitimately, like, a lot of, like, fertilizer can be used Actually, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fertilizers and rocket fuel aren't that far apart in terms of, like, their chemical composition. For legal reasons, the Geek at Arms podcast does not recommend <laughs> that, that you tinker with fertilizer to use as rocket fuel. Don't do this at home, kids. Okay, so how do we transform this giant factory into a spaceship city? With science! With, right, nope, never mind, he answered it, we're good. Give me a roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lowly seven. Roll for shoes, where everything is sim- just as simple as, give me a roll. Give yourself an experience point, because you, you start to turn what you think is the right valve, and steam comes out instead. Oh, I blinded myself with science. Hey, got him. (laughs) Who else would like to give us a roll? Okay, so we're trying to send them somewhere, which means I should use Way of the Pathmaker uh, to find the way to the moon. Yes. Sure, that's how science works. Right. Um, (laughs) Gotta get directions somewhere. In the spirit of Super Mario, can I make a climbing roll to see if we can grow a plant? far enough to go to the moon with the chemicals that we have. And I got it. I got an eight, by the way. You are able to calculate the trajectory for the telemetry for a successful building-based moon launch and landing. We're, we're not going to fly them to the moon. We're just going to make the lemon tree real big. A lemon satellite. Yes. Science. No, I was going to see if we can we can climb on a vine to the moon, like in the Spirit of Super Mario Bros, but it seems like we've solved the problem already, so it would just be redundant. Well, we found we found the way. We still need the method. <laughs> I just have a trajectory. Okay. We still got to get there. All right, well, I rolled a 10 on my vine climbing idea. Okay. You certainly beat my roll of an 8. Hey. So what you have done is you have found the right concoction of Elastivedge and Nutrigrow <laughs> in order to just super feed into some of these non-sentient potato plants 
to get those eyes to grow right into the right direction. Jack and Beanstalk it is. Mm. And now all is left is to grab a hold of the moon because that's what we're doing. I mean, look, I, I'm just following your lead, guys. I did not. Okay. I, this is not in my notes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, this is fine. And now the Omega Lemon's presence just seems to swell. Now we have hold of the moon. The way is found. And now we go. And you begin to feel the sub-basement tremble. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, you better get out of here. <laughs> so the question is, do we need to send Dr. Flyado back down the elevator? Is he going too? Oh, I mean, this building is going. Oh, oh, the whole building's going. Oh, okay. Are you going with it? Yeah. Because I cannot breathe in the moon, I'd much prefer no. to stay on the ground. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to stay here. Stay on Earth, not stay in the building. Yes. Yeah. I want to... Can I use my wrench to try and make the elevator go faster? I think that that is a fantastic idea. Way of the wrench. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay, yes. I rolled a six, so you're yes. super lucky. Because as this building is just trembling, and you can feel like deep within the earth, like cracks and giving away. And this elevator just starts to rise faster and faster, just recklessly fast. And it comes to a screeching halt at the hallway. And I suggest that you guys run. As we get to the exit, or well, let me know when we get to the exit. I want to do something when we get to I, the I think you probably have to roll to get to the exit. Yeah, okay, let's roll to get to the exit. I have no appropriate skills. So I roll a three. I would like to do Path of the Handyman to find us the shortest way back to the exit. Yeah, that's a good idea. I rolled a five. That's a total of 12. What happens is the two of you are running and running, and you happen to notice that one of your compatriots has tripped. Give yourself an experience point, Brian. You can see that there are parts of the structure that are starting to, you know, the the non-load-bearing walls are starting to, like, kind of fall over through the the trembling of of the whole structure. I'm going to grab Aloysius by the back of the coat, pick him up like a suitcase, and run like I'm late for a plane. And at this point, Aloysius is just cackling madly, and there's tears streaming from his eyes. You can't tell if he's upset or happy. Is there a way for me to help? Yes. Wait, does Al- Wait, hold on. Does Aloysius want to stay? <laughs> we can't leave him here. You have no idea. He's manic. I really have no idea. I'm concerned. I would roll to help. I'm rolling to help. And I probably need to roll to carry him, too. Yeah. Four. Okay. What have you got? I'm trying to decide if I... I don't think I have any skills, so I'm just going to do anything. Uh, that's also a four. Okay. Thank goodness, because I rolled a three. <laughs> so you guys... Ooh. You guys pick him up suitcase style one on either end and just run with him out the door okay this makes no sense in game but i'm gonna say it anyway jason alexander as he's helping to pick up aloysius goes clean up on aisle four (laughs) (laughs) you always have to use that line at some point i you know wherever it goes you just have to get it in there i respect that that's that's very true every good action movie requires a cleanup on aisle four 
as you guys are approaching the main entrance, you see that this thing is already lifting off of the ground. It's a good 10 foot jump down at the main entrance. Somebody wanted to do something at the main entrance? Yes. Uh, as we get to the main entrance, I stop and turn and I look back and I make eye contact with Dr. Octofliato. And then I just give him a salute and a nod and then I jump out of the building. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm going to use my climbing skill to definitely achieve exit as opposed to just jumping, I think, if that's allowed. Okay. That would make way, that made way more sense than me jumping 10 feet. You're fine. Okay, I got 10. Okay. You, well, yeah, you succeed. So why don't you narrate what Jason Alexander looks like? Jason Alexander, he sort of helps to toss Aloysius and Max as far as they can go. And then he sort of does a series of unnecessary front flips, <laughs> bouncing off of various walls. Uh, he lands in a Spider-Man crouch at the exit and he says, it's time to make a clean getaway. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to roll to position myself to where I'll hit the ground before Aloysius does, and he kind of lands on me, sort of like Baymax style. Okay, give nice. Me, give me a roll for that. Because I'm Dr. Lou Albano was a large man, and I should use uh, my size to my advantage. Um, that's a four. Okay, fantastic. I dropped my die, and it landed on the floor, and it's a three, but it still counts. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Safe victory is ours. <laughs> victory is yours we did it we changed it in a manner of speaking yes i mean we're, we're definitely not getting paid for this but that's fine <laughs> oh no no you you take a brief look at your contract and it does say that you have a non-disclosure that there's even the non-disclosure has a non-disclosure so you can't <laughs> say that you signed a non-disclosure <laughs> uh, you're responsible for any and all loss or damages you're also responsible all all private thoughts that you had while in the building or the property of NutriCorp. Uh, uh -huh, so uh -huh. yeah you, you guys are okay. but none of that matters because the war won't happen now he's a time traveler <laughs> <laughs> we did it and Jason, you survived. Yeah. Uh, Wait, was this it? Was this the jump that takes him home? <laughs> Aloysius invented a time machine, and he's been stuck in a loop that ends in terrible tragedy. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, are you one of the, so? Are you one of the internal scientists? No. Oh, okay. You've just been trying to prevent disaster. Yes. The rise of the Omega Eleven. This massive. 38 story deep crater was the best case scenario <laughs> if it was that in a world war with the, the vegetables the i pull out the paperwork look down at the list look slightly disappointed in myself and the handful of things we didn't fix before we let the building leave because <laughs> you know job well done and such and curtain well, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Roll for Shoes and a special thank you to our players. Uh, guys, this was a lot of fun. I'm so glad you're able to join us tonight. But before we go, is there any place where we can find you online? Ryan, what about you? You can find uh, me and uh, my nonsense over at cionahillgaming.com, uh, at cionahillgame on Twitter, cionahillgaming on Instagram. I promise I check it occasionally. And uh, you can email us at uh, gaming at gmail.com. All right. And Brian, where can we find you? Well, I'm a co-host on the Geek at Arms podcast, of course, which is probably where you're listening to us. But just in case, we are at geekatarms.com. I'm also a 
board member of the Christian Gamers Guild, christian-gamers-guild.org. And AJ, is there any place where we can look for you? Yeah, so I live in the suburban, like, Washington, D.C. area, down in Maryland. Shout out to the Terps. You can find me online at Dunadan Jets on Twitter. That's D-U-N-A-D-A-N-J-E-T-S on Twitter. Um, that's the best place to, to get a hold of me. So, so yeah, look forward to hearing from y'all. All right. And, of course, you can find us at Facebook slash Geek at Arms or at geekatarms.com, as Brian mentioned, or at ArmsGeek on Twitter. And so from all of us, be safe. Be blessed and be geeky. Thanks for listening to Geek at Arms. Music for this podcast was provided by Incompetech.com. For more, check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Geek at Arms. Give us a like and maybe even subscribe to us on iTunes. That would be awesome. 